remote regional and rural areas of Queensland, getting to a doctor can be tricky, particularly when medical treatment is needed urgently. The flying doctor in Queensland can be with a patient within two hours by air, but that's sometimes not quick enough. And in non-urgent cases, the problem often isn't serious enough to warrant a medical evacuation. That's when the service's medical chest becomes an essential tool for living remotely. The RFDS medical chest is a large green metal chest about 30 centimetres tall and 45 centimetres wide, packed full of essential medication that can be used upon advice from a flying doctor's telehealth service. Annette Salita is the state services coordinator. She manages the programme in Queensland. So it ranges from paracetamol and first aid supplies, you know, basic medication like that, all the way through to antibiotics. So there's different ranges of antibiotics in there for different problems and pain relief as well. So we've got the green whistle, we've got morphine. So it's really been set up to assist with a range of situations, even if it's pain management, whilst we organise for a, an evacuation. The programme operates across Australia. 1,200 of them are dotted around Queensland. If you are 80 k's away from any medical facility, including another medical chest, and you're able to have regular contact with the Royal Flying Doctor Service by means of either radio or telephone, you might be eligible for a subsidised medical chest. The majority of medical chests are located at stations, so remote cattle stations, properties like that. We do have other medical chests that are located in national parks, small mines, vessels, so ships at sea. If medical attention is needed, it allows the chest holders to call into the RFDS telehealth service, where they'll be put in touch with the doctor who can authorise prescriptions, advise patients on what to do, and if necessary, how to use or administer any of the medications in the chest. There's a clever system within the chest which makes sure the correct medication is administered carefully and quickly, even if the person using it has no medical experience. So inside the lid of the chest is a medical chest contents list. That lists everything within the chest. It tells you where to find it within the chest and every medication has been allocated a specific number. So that means that every single chest across Australia contains exactly the same medication. So when someone's ill, if it's, say for example, they've got a headache, they need the Panadol, they can use that without getting a prescription. If it's something like antibiotics or pain relief or something like that, the medication clear, is clearly marked as must be prescribed by a doctor. They call our, our telehealth service on a 1300 number and the doctor will prescribe over the phone. And Annette tells me the life-saving program has been in operation for around 90 years. So the telehealth program, which closely links in with the medical chest program, that was set up in 1929 where people could call in to RFDS doctors using a pedal-powered wireless mm -hmm. or Morse code. After that, the medical chest program was set up starting in 1942. So it's been running for a very long time. A very long time. But the concept has always remained the same. The only real changes with the program is what's contained in the chest. So over time, we've taken out medication that's outdated and we've added in more modern, useful medication. 
One of the people who's seen the benefits of the programme is Betty Marchant. She's been using the medical chest since 1953. She lives in Aramanga in southwest Queensland, which is the furthest town from the sea in Australia. She tells me the medical chest helped to save her eldest son's life. One night we had a, you know, a bonfire out and having a campfire, and my husband and his mate had used a cord pot, put some kerosene in it to light the fire. And my eldest boy is only about eighteen months old. Next morning, I got up. He decided to have a drink of it, kerosene, and anyway, he. You know, got a bit crook and started passing blood. Anyway, my husband went into the station, which was about six miles away, and got onto the flying doctor. He told the doctor then that he drank kerosene, and he, he gave him something out of the kit, the flying doctor kit that was at the station, and within a couple of days, he's good as gold. Betty says the medical chest is an essential tool for those living in remote parts of the state. You wouldn't feel as safe and it's just a godsend because it's like having the chemist shop in the town, really. And the medical chest programme doesn't just save lives on land. Some of the chests are out at sea. Trevor Stitt is a marine technical manager for SeaSwift. They have 28 vessels in their fleet which transport cargo from Cairns all the way to Darwin. Their crew can be away at sea for up to three months and at times they can be 50 hours away from the nearest doctor. When we're away from a community or an incident happens at sea, it gives us a a good advantage to actually contain or control the situation until we can get back into into a... um, medical aid post or mm. or actual a hospital facility such as Cairns or uh, Horn Island and the Torres Straits or in Gove or in Darwin. Trevor tells me the medical chests have proven to be a lifeline when emergencies happen during their voyages. One of our fishery support vessels, a trawler came up alongside to get its um, monthly supply of fuel and water and stores that have, and mail that have come from Cairns and uh, unbeknown to us one of the crew members of the trawler had one of these new gel guns and proceeded to shoot the crew and one of the gel pellets hit one of our crew members in the eye so basically the first sense that once they realised what had happened and the, where the injury occurred contact was made with RFDS doctor and I think he was or she was in Brisbane then she advised them of pain relief straight away and then ongoing milder pain relief once the the actual initial concept or sting had uh, had faded away and we could use ice packs to also moderate the the type of medicine or that was used to to continue to hold the patient in a reasonably calm condition until we could get to the nearest place where they could be medevaced off the serious ones for another example one of the and one of the remote islands in the Torres Straits a small island community where the medical clinic wasn't open because uh, it wasn't part of the roster or, and that sort of thing. We had uh, the crew just repositioning the forklifts after delivering food to the community and as he was putting the cover back over the forklift, he slipped and his arm was caught in the roll bar on top of the forklift and snapped his wrist. So, again, similar sort of thing. Um, use of, uh, in that case, because it was so severe, the morphine to 
um, just to dull the pain until we could get to the next island where an airstrip was and RFDS or the, the local plane could come and take them to Horn Island. Trevor says having the medical chest on board many of his vessels gives the crew peace of mind. The RFDS kit covers all the prescribed medicine that's required plus more. So and we, we see that as a benefit to us. It just makes the crew a little bit more happy and there's better resources for the doctor when they call in to be able to allow the crew to use. So in that sense, it gives us a, a greater scope of relief mm. and also a control of an incident once it's uh, been diagnosed correctly. That's Trevor Stitt from SeaSwift. I'm Edwina Stott and this is the podcast from the Royal Flying Doctor Service, Queensland section. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an update. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page where there's a couple of great photos of the medical chest now and what it used to look like in the 1960s.